Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to 2024. This is our first broadcast of 2024. And uh, we're four days in and boy, has there been a whole lot of shaking going on. And I know that's a song, but seriously, I mean, this just started off right out of the gate uh, with a bang. So welcome to everybody jumping on and watching in the United States and around the world. Um, we see people from all over the world jump on. We see many people that jump on from South Africa. We've seen people from New Zealand, Ireland, England. So thank you for joining us. Hello to everyone in the U.S. and our moderators and our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. So we're going to open up in prayer. Sadie is on my desk, public service announcement. So if you see something furry, go by the camera. It is probably her tail. Uh, so she is to my right, your left right now, cleaning herself. So just so you know, during the broadcast, you may have a Sadie sighting. Uh, and you never know if the dogs are going to join us uh, and when they're going to come in. So let's open up in prayer. And then I have a couple of announcements. I have to thank somebody for this beautiful gift I have here that I'm going to show. And we actually have a picture to show, too, of uh, one of the animals at our sanctuary having fun in the snow because we did get a dusting today. We got about an inch of snow. Uh, and so basically we'll show that. So let's open up in prayer and because then we're going to get into the heavy stuff. So let's just start off with the light stuff because it's going to get it's going to get really heavy and interesting uh, pretty quick into this broadcast. So let's begin. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise due your precious holy name. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will and your power become more in our lives. Father, forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us, Lord, of all unrighteousness, Lord. We fall so incredibly short of your glory, Lord. Your mercies are new every single day. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth in the form of a man. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb and the sacrifice for our sins. And he willingly died at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He redeemed us. He made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation when he said, it is finished. Lord, we praise you. He rose again in three days, as was prophesied. And after appearing to many, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful, righteous, victorious place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate before your throne. And we honor that before you this day. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we invite your presence, the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the living God, and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, Lord, to fill this place, Lord. Father, that your presence would mightily move, that the weight of your glory would fall, that you would go forth, Father God, in might and in power. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, fill us with wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus name, Lord. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are most certainly the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. Lord, we praise you, Lord, that you are high and lifted up, Father God. Lord, that you go before us, Father God. Lord, that you are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last. And we give you all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. Amen and amen. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Let's begin now. Okay. First, before announcements, I have to show you this. Stephanie Miller sent this to us. She gifted me and Chris this beautiful shofar that actually has a lion's face on it. And here's Jerusalem. 
the stand and it's just so beautiful and I won't blow it because Cyrus is in the house and we have learned Cyrus does not like the sound of the shofar. So if I'm going to blow it, Cyrus has to be on the other end of the house in order for me to blow it. But it's beautiful and I'm going to keep it in my office. And Stephanie, thank you. Thank you so, so much for this wonderful gift. So just wanted to show that. Also, February 4th, which is a Sunday. I will be preaching both Sunday services at the gathering at Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, and uh, Pastor Sam, his family um, ha have opened it up to whoever wants to come. So you are welcome to come. You can email info at gatheringnewyork.org. Uh, and so we're looking very forward to that. I'm, 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 I'm honored. Pastor Sam even asked uh, me to do this. And so we're very excited about this. And so we'll see you in early February, those who are coming. Also today, because it we had about an inch of snow today here in New York, Charlotte, who is one of our horses we have at the sanctuary. Well, Charlotte decided to have some fun in the snow today. Horses love snow. Their ideal temperature is actually 45 degrees Fahrenheit. So they actually love it cold. They do not like the heat. So, and this is Charlotte sticking her tongue out at all of you. So basically when it, when it gets weather like this, horses absolutely love it. And sometimes they'll even roll around in the snow. And Charlotte, Charlotte is very special to me because Charlotte came from Amish country in Pennsylvania. And I have to tell you, not all of them, I'm not saying about all Amish people, but by and large, they do not treat their animals well. There are some of them that treat their animals wonderful and they're amazing. But Charlotte's owner was one of them that didn't. Uh, and she had a terrible knee injury when she came uh, that was never dealt with. And so we have gotten her a lot of medical detention, uh, a, a lot of medical attention to try to help minimize the effects of what happened. And I have to tell you, she's walking better. She's trotting. She's doing absolutely amazing. She's only 14 years old. So she's young. She's in the prime of her life right now because horses could live to 40 years old. So they can live a long, long time. So we are, we absolutely love uh, Charlotte. She's got a friend, Grace. She's also got a friend, Remy. And so um, we love them all. And she is very well taken care of. And we have wonderful vets at all, uh, uh, as well that do wonderful with her, equine vets that come. So that there's a little background on Charlotte. So if we show an animal spotlight, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on that animal so you know who they are at the Ark and how they got there. Okay, now into the meat. There's a lot here, guys, because there is a lot going on. When in that word I gave from the Lord back in December, he said, January is marked, January is marked. I'm going, what does, you know, Lord, I understand what the word marked means, but I don't understand what this really means. And then boom, right out of the gate, all around the world, we see what's going on. So basically, 2024 is is going to be an interesting year. I think it's going to be a year too where we see the joy of the Lord, the justice of Yahweh uh, really go out into the earth. I believe that's already begun. Uh, and so I, we're going to just keep praying about this and watching this and see what the Lord has to say about it. So a few days before the new year. So before we get into Israel and what's going on in Israel, because there is so much happening right now, I had a dream December 28th, 2023. In the early hours of December 28th, I have this dream. 
And this was the dream. And I'm going to give you the dream. And I'm still praying about exactly what it means. I have an idea, but I don't have, I don't have like the full scope of it yet. So basically here was the dream. I was in a town. It was this cute little town. Uh, there was quite a number of like cute shops and they had trees and sidewalks and the whole deal. And facing to my left was a big brick, uh, this brick building, maybe four stories, maybe five stories that had trees in front of it, but it was definitely a brick building, right? Because I was kind of facing this way. So to my left was the building. And then I turned and looked at it without warning two white helicopters. They looked like military helicopters, but they were white. Uh, they basically both came down together and landed in front of this brick building. Now, trying to land a helicopter on a pad, it, you know what I mean? That's a feat in itself, but trying to land it in the middle of a town and navigate through the trees and basically land right in front of this building. Both of them landed right in front of this building, this brick building that I saw. And what happened was it looked like the back of the helicopter opened up. It's like almost like landed with the front facing the other way. And men in long black trench coats and dark sunglasses jumped out and all ran into this building at once. And there was a small crowd of them. And when I saw this, the dream ended. And so what happened was I went looking to see I know what I saw. I know the white helicopter I saw, but I, but I went to go see what kind of like, it's not like a regular looking helicopter. And so this is what we found. White helicopters are the UN. So basically, I believe the only military helicopters that are white have to do with the UN. And this was the exact helicopter I saw without the words UN on it. Okay. So, so there were, there were no defining marks on it. There were no windows on the side, just like you see with this, there were no enormous windows or anything. It had, it had the same looking propeller. It had the same body style. So this is what we were able to find to show you what I saw in the dream. And there was two of them. Now, interestingly enough, these type of helicopters were created, I believe in 2013 and 2014. They still have them. They just look like newer, more improved models. But what I saw, which was interesting, almost to the T looked like this 2013, 2014 model. Now, who was in office back then in the U.S.? It was Obama, which is interesting. What's going on now? Well, I'm going to say two things. I'm going to say two things. First of all, what I saw happen in the dream looked like an emergency. It almost looked like somebody either had been assassinated or somebody was going to be arrested or it was an international so it was it was some sort of international effort, okay? However, the town I saw kind of looked like the U.S. So this is what is kind of throwing me off a bit. It could have been Washington, D.C., because Washington, D.C. has a lot of brick buildings, like these red brick, you know, firm sort of buildings and townhouses and all of that. Well, that's kind of what it was. So this could have been, Washington, D.C., but the fact it was a white helicopter like the U.N. has, I believe, is very telling. 
So I'm going to say this at the beginning of the year here, the first, the first six months, watch the UN and what they do. But the way they ran into this building, it's like somebody was down. Somebody, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, was no more or something to that degree happened or there was this huge arrest that was going to happen. I'm still praying about it, but there was two of them. Could, so this could signify two falls, you know, or two arrests, you know, or, or you know, two people in a family. But I, I would watch right now because I, I think they have their tentacles everywhere. And being that it looked so American, uh, the area, maybe it could have been a place in Europe, but being it looked more modernized, the place where they land, these helicopters landed, tells me a lot about the part of the world uh, they're looking at right now. So just keep that in prayer because as I get more about this, as the Lord points things out to me, uh, I will definitely share it with all of you. Something else to note that somebody, uh, a pastor friend of mine pointed out to me that the dream I had that I talked about last broadcast with the, with the saltwater crocodile in night in world war two, they had these all terrain armored vehicles called crocodiles. And I didn't know about it. And I went and looked it up and they're these armored green looking like thick wheels type of vehicles. And they operated in World War II. So I found that interesting. That's just something to make a mental note of in all of that as well. And the powers that joined together, perhaps, in World War II uh, to keep an eye on now. Okay. Now, this UN ties into Israel because obviously uh, the UN is, is very embedded and involved in what is going on over there in the Middle East right now. Unfortunately, they can't be trusted because they have countries who have communist leaders who have no um, reverence for God, who worship demons, basically holding the most weight in the UN. Also to note, which just came to me, and this could be the Lord, the UN's headquarters is in New York City. And New York City as well has these brick townhomes. So this just dropped into my spirit as I'm talking. So make a note of that too, that in New York City, there are these brick townhomes and the UN headquarters is in New York City. So just watch that. Watch the UN headquarters and that area of New York City surrounding it. Okay. So there's a lot happening in Israel right now. There's a lot happening with what's going on with Hamas. And I want to go over a few things because there are some crucial things that have happened uh, that are changing the course of what's going on there. And so I want to go over, because I told you we were going to do this weeks and weeks ago. And so I was waiting for some things here to happen that have finally happened so we can talk about them. So we're going to go over some prophecy and we're going to talk about what's happened. May 17th, 2021. So this is a while ago, this word. The funneling of funds, the channels that make a tunnel from Iran to Hamas. This is 2021 this was given. Okay, the channels that make a tunnel from Iran to Hamas shall be disrupted, says the Lord of hosts. And the advisors to the Ayatollah shall be struck. There shall be leadership in the hour, for this is a tipping point, says the Lord, shall be weighed in unexpected strikes to leadership 
of those who threaten Israel, of Canada, and of the U.S. Watch Germany as well, says the Lord in this hour. And then we go to June 22nd, 2021. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, watch the Sudan, watch that area, says the Lord of hosts. Watch for a shocking move in Israel that will upset Abrahamic agreements made and will cause an even greater response as the Palestinians and Hamas wandering in circles Lost in doctrines of deceptions and hatred, there shall be greater force utilized as Hamas is split literally down the middle and scattered. Now, this is June 22nd, 2021, as headquarters and tents of meeting are destroyed. As headquarters and tents of meeting, keep those two in mind, are destroyed. As I have gone out ahead of to their camps and I see all things, says the Lord, watch and see. And then November 18th, 2023, all capitals for most of this paragraph. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, I am God, there is no other. And the aid of Hamas, the cash flow of Hamas, the muscle of Hamas shall be cut off in this hour for other nations shall close their funnels to such as they are maneuvering. So the blood in the very desperate move Hamas is about to make is not on their hands. And nations shall quietly back out and away as they chant death to nations. They shall be secretly cutting their funnels and supplies off. There shall be an event, a military event within Israel and around. So meaning around the surrounding area of Israel and within Israel that shall catch the entire Middle East off guard, says the Lord. A maneuver so brilliant. It could only come from me, says the Lord, for the snake shall be cut off at the head and its eggs found and destroyed, says the Lord of hosts. And during this, stubborn leaders shall be yoked, come under my direction and will be compelled. That's calm hyphen pelled in the direction I, the Lord, thy God say. So as leave as the snakes being cut off at the head at the same around the same time you're going to see leadership be yoked you're going to see leaders be yoked okay so keep that in mind and then also november 18th 2023 this is the excerpt there is an underground control center not a tunnel, says the Lord, a full-fledged control center that contains the plans, blueprints, locations of all bunkers, tunnels, stockpiles. I am leading the Israeli army to it. Call on me, my children, for you are about to hit the motherboard. And as that occurs, you shall see a short circuit in leadership and the three branches of a very corrupt government in your nation. So as Israel is hitting the motherboard, Around the same time, the Lord is saying, you're going to see a short circuit in leadership and the three branches of a very corrupt government in your nation. And that circuit shall carry a charge that leads to the judges. Thus says the Lord of hosts in the name of Yeshua, who sits at my capital right hand. I am God. I am. And that's capitalized. So now I'm going to show you a news article that came out in late December. Because it has to do with all of the 
what we've been talking about here with the with the uh, with the motherboard and the underground control center and all of this. So this was Wednesday, December twentieth. Israel uncovers major Hamas command center in Gaza City as ceasefire talks gain momentum. So on December twentieth, they uncover this major command center. Right. And what did the Lord call it? A control center. This is what he called it. The Israeli military on Wednesday said it had uncovered a major Hamas command center in the heart of Gaza City, inflicting what it described as a serious blow to the Islamic militant group as pressure grows on Israel to scale back its devastating military offensive in the coastal enclave. Well, praise the Lord for that. So this word says, as that happens, as you see them hit the motherboard, right? This command center that they have found, because this was back in November, you're going to see a short circuit in leadership and the three branches of a very corrupt government in your nation. So now that this has happened, right? Around that time, which could be two weeks or three weeks from that time, but around that time, we're going to see something like that happen in our government and it will carry a charge that leads to the judges. Now, I'm going to tell you something interesting that I just thought of. You'll see a short circuit in leadership in the three branches of very corrupt government in your nation, and that circuit shall carry a charge that leads to the judges. What happened at the end of the year that now is going to a Supreme Court? That what happened that they, what did they try to do in a way? Colorado tried to take Trump off the ballot and then Maine tried to take Trump off the ballot, right? You'll see a short circuit and this is going to carry a charge that leads to the judges. I think given the proximity of that to this command center being found that these two potentially are connected. I think that's the beginning of the rest of this coming to pass. So what happened with Colorado and Maine and this now going to the Supreme Court and all of this happening within eight, about eight days of each other, they are connected. So I believe that's the beginning of the second part of this being fulfilled. Now, we go to October 20th, 2023. Because something very interesting happened. Two events happened within a day of each other that I don't think is any coincidence. And we're going to get into that right now. So October 20th, 2023, the Lord says, they are not capital peacekeepers, says the Lord. They are positioned as spies for these nations. Oh, capital Lebanon. Now, this is October 20th. Oh, Lebanon, says the Lord, oh, Lebanon, if you do not gut out in this hour, those who claim to do such heinous and blasphemous exploits in my name, that's capitalized, the Lord God Almighty, Adonai, that's capitalized, if you do not gut such and deal with the wickedness that has permeated your nation, I, the Lord, shall cut you off for a time, I shall cut you off, that's all capitalized. Those who take bribes in this hour to help groups in whom their father is the serpent of old, the devil, those that want to make agreements with such shall drink the cup of bitter gall in this hour. You shall, all capitals, you shall drink it before your people. For you have robbed your people, O Lebanon. You have robbed them and allowed an infestation of unclean groups at your borders. You have allowed this. 
and you suffer financially for it. For I will bless capital those who bless Israel, and I will curse those who curse Israel. And though Turkey may entice, though they may dangle a very, that's capitalized, tempting, dainty, all capitals. It is deceit, says the Lord. It is. And I, the Lord, shall expose the nakedness of the Turkish government. Their delight shall turn to shame before the people and the earth, if they so choose to involve themselves and interfere with the matters and judgments of the Lord. So, boy, oh boy, this is given October 20th, 2023. Well, January was marked for a reason because we're going to show you this. And I'm going to read to you the article because it has to do with this word. A Hamas official, this is from the AP News, killed in a Beirut strike, had been on Israel's hit list for years. Salah Arouri, the deputy political head of Hamas and a founder of the group's military wing, had been in Israel's sights for years before he was killed in a drone strike in a southern suburb of Beirut on Tuesday. Since October 7th, Arori kept a low profile while others in the Hamas political leadership made frequent public appearances in Beirut, including in near daily press conferences. He seems to have been. Now, I want you to listen to this. He seems to have been hiding in plain sight. Now, remember that phrase, hiding in plain sight. He was killed in a strike on an apartment building in the middle of Beirut's southern suburbs, a political and security stronghold of Hezbollah, but also a densely populated urban area. Hamas officials confirmed Arori's death along with six others who were Hamas members, including two military commanders, a Lebanese security official who spoke on condition of anonymity because he was not authorized to speak to the media, said the attack appeared to have been carried out by a drone that fired missiles into the building targeting one specific floor. So seven were killed. That number keeps popping up because it was on October 7th that this heinous, horrific attack happened on Israel. And seven were killed, including this commander uh, that whose name is Arori. Really, he's the deputy political head of Hamas, which 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 is, a, uh, you know, a very high up uh, ranking individual. So we have that number seven and we have hiding in plain sight. Now, we have a clip from Elijah streams that we're going to play where me and Mr. Steve we're talking about this last, I believe it was last month, this clip. It was the, not this past time I just came on Elijah Streams, which was um, which was Tuesday. But the time before that is when this clip is from. So we'll play it for you now. So he's redirecting them to the control center. Boy, wouldn't that be great? That you know? would be, I would be on my knees screaming. I'm telling you, the day this happens, I'm yeah. going to be flipping out. Yeah, I because am. it's something that Israel probably has always wanted to find and they haven't known where it is. And yep. God says, I'm going to show them where it is. However, he does that, whether he puts a thought in some commander's uh, head to go ahead and take this little branch right here, open this door there. To go a and, different direction. Yeah. To and redirect. Then all of a sudden, it's probably going to be a total stumble 
on Israel's part and absolutely intentional on God's part. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Praise God. When you see that and you talk about the redirect in the command center, do any pictures come in your head? Do you see something? Well, if it's underground, right? Right. There's always a way to get into something underground. It doesn't matter, you know, what it is, you know? So um, they have had to have disguised this in plain sight, the entrance to this. No, no, that's a word of wisdom right there because, because... I feel like God is that saying that. just flew that. out of my mouth. I'm not yeah, even kidding it's you. Like it's, they're look, you're looking right at it in plain sight. You know. You are. You entry. are IDF right now. Generals, yeah. listen. It's in plain sight right now. The entrance to this. That's so good. That's so good. Oh, we got to stay. So that was in the last time we were on Elijah Streams. And... This article specifically, so you had the command center that they found, right? Praise God. Hallelujah. They found this incredible command center of Hamas. But then they redirected. There was a redirect to another country, which was Lebanon. And in Lebanon, the article says, and I'm going to read it again. Let me see. Um, Drone fire missiles. Let me see here. Uh, have been in Israel sites for years. Political urban area. It talks about how they were hiding in plain sight. So this high commander of Hamas was literally hiding in plain sight in Beirut. And there was a redirect that happened to uh, to Lebanon in order to carry out this attack. Um, and I'm trying to find it in here. I'm reading over it really fast. Who spoke on it? He's meeting said attack appeared, fired missiles into the building targeting one specific floor. Um, so I had just read it too. I'm looking through it. Hold on one second here. Nearly daily press conference. He seems to have been hiding in plain sight. That's what it says. He seems to have been hiding in plain sight. He was killed in a strike on an apartment building in the middle of Beirut. So what did the Lord say about Lebanon? Let's go back now. Because October 20th, 2023, he says, Oh, Lebanon, says the Lord. Oh, Lebanon, if you do not gut out in this hour, so he's talking about a shorter window of time, those who claim to do such heinous and blasphemous exploits in my name, that's capitalized, the Lord God Almighty, Adonai, that's capitalized, if you do not gut such and deal with the wickedness that has permeated your nation, I, the Lord, shall cut you off for a time. I shall cut you off, that's capitalized. Those who take bribes in this hour to help groups in whom their father is the serpent of old, the devil, those that want to make agreements with such shall drink the cup of bitter gall in this hour. You shall drink it before your people. That's capitalized from the Lord. And then he goes on to say that Lebanon has robbed their own people. Um, And they suffer financially, basically saying because they've cursed Israel. 
Uh, and he goes on to warn them about Turkey, that Turkey is going to tempt them with with a very tempting dainty. And it is deceit, says the Lord, and he shall expose the nakedness of the Turkish government as well. Well, this is what happened. He warned Lebanon to rid themselves of these people like this high ranking Hamas uh, political leader. And they didn't listen. And this strike happened. Uh, what, about two months later, this strike happens in Lebanon. So Israel is on high alert from this right now. Other nations are now on high alert from this happening. I'm going to tell you something else interesting that's happening in conjunction with what's going on in Israel and them having to go into Lebanon and other places. Coincidentally, at the same time, we have more men of fighting age coming over the border into the United States of America. So at the same time, all this is happening. You have men of fighting age that are coming over and many of them are Middle Eastern and disguising themselves as South American. And this is actively happening simultaneously. And we have to take notice of this. The government here knows what they're doing and allowing that in. And the Lord is going to hold them accountable for that. That is why back when in 2021, when I had that dream, January 2021, and Joe Biden was sick and dying in bed, and Obama was there waiting for him, and there were three pairs of shoes on the ground, and all of these Arab nations, these people dressed in traditional Arab garb, gathered around the bed, waiting with that piece of Turkish delight candy, waiting on the bed. And knowing me in the dream, I fought through that. I fought through that crowd of, of Arab leaders and I took the candy away from them and I ate it. So the victory was snatched away from them at the last minute. But this is what that dream that I had, th what we're seeing now is that dream. We're very close to seeing the wholeness of that dream happening. So just keep that in mind. Okay. I'm going to take you to the book of, of um, Nahum for a minute because it mentions Lebanon in it. And I'm just going to read cha uh, Nahum chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And it says, The oracle concerning Nineveh, which was the capital of Assyria, the book of the vision of Nahum of Elkosh, the Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord avenges and he is full of wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries and he reserves wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust beneath his feet. He rebukes the sea and dries it up. He dries up all the rivers, Bashan and Carmel, wither. And the blossoms of Lebanon fade. So when you're talking about the blossom of something fading, right? It means the life, right? Um, the, the, um, the crop, the harvest, the beauty of it fades. And so I just happened to see this and wanted to read this to you. 
because this has to do with that area too. You know, we're talking about Nineveh, which is the capital of Assyria. Nineveh was a very, very pagan nation. He's talking about Lebanon in here, judgment on Lebanon. So I just thought I'd include it for that reason. Now we're going to go to Ezekiel, the book of Ezekiel, because there's something very interesting. A pastor friend of mine pointed out, and then I took it a little further and I started to take a good look at it. But first I'm going to read to you Ezekiel chapter 35. Because Ezekiel 35 is really close to what we see happening now. So it says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it and say to it, Thus says the Lord God. Now, before we go any further, Mount Seir, the word Seir, S-E-I-R in Hebrew means hairy or rough. This is where Esau dwelt. This is where Amalek, right? ultimately descends from. And Esau, his name means very hairy. So Mount uh, Seir means a mountain of roughness or hairiness. And you have Esau that went and dwelt there. And that lineage came forth of those who had a disdain for Israel and for the Jews. So thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against you, Mount Seir. And I will stretch out my hand against you and make you a desolation and a waste. I will lay waste your cities and you will become a desolation. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Because you have had everlasting enmity and have delivered the sons of Israel to the power of the sword at the time of their calamity, at the time of the punishment of the end. Therefore, as I live, declares the Lord, I will give you over to bloodshed and bloodshed will pursue you since you have not hated bloodshed. Therefore, bloodshed will pursue you. I will make Mount Seir a waste and a desolation, and I will cut off from it the one who passes through and returns. I will fill its mountains with its slain on your hills and in your valleys and in all your ravines, those slain by the sword will fall. I will make you an everlasting desolation and your cities will not be inhabited. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Verse 10, because you have said these two nations and these two lands will be mine. What have they been saying? What is Hamas saying? What is Palestinian leadership in line with Hamas saying? This land is ours. This land will be ours. It'll be ours. That's all they've been saying. So he's saying these two nations and these two lands will be mine and we will possess them. Although the Lord was there, therefore, as I live, declares the Lord, I will deal with you according to your anger and according to your envy, which you showed because of your hatred against them. So I will make myself known among them when I judge you. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have heard all your revilings, which you have spoken against the mountains of Israel, saying, they are laid desolate, they are given to us for food, and you have spoken arrogantly against me and have multiplied your words against me. I have heard it. Thus says the Lord God, as all the earth rejoices, I will make you a desolation. As you rejoiced 
over the inheritance of the house of Israel because it was desolate. So I will do to you. You will be a desolation, O Mount Seir, and all Edom, all of it. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Very strong words from the Lord, but this is specifically a prophecy against the line of Esau and against Mount Seir. And basically saying, you think the land is yours. You think you're going to puff up and say, these lands are mine and I'm going to take them. And we're going to go in and by the sword, kill the Jews to get it. Well, this is what's going to happen to you because of it. And what is said in Ezekiel 35 right now, we see happening to the ones that caused this attack on October 7th. We see that the the joy of the Lord, the justice of Yahweh has gone out in judgment against this this, uh, horrific organization and the people they raise up to be monsters and to be filled with demons to do it. Mark, make no mistake about this. They are filled with demons to do the things that they do. Okay, this is as bad as the occult. They are, they, it, it, it's just a different part of the world. Same, same operation, different part of the world. And so Ezekiel 35 really speaks to what happened, the attack that happened, and God's response to it, and what we see happening and now Israel over it. And now you've got the surrounding areas like Lebanon and Iran, and we'll get into Iran in a minute now, on high alert because of what's happening. Now, If you go a little further in Ezekiel, right? You go to Ezekiel 37, right? Ezekiel 37 is the vision of the valley of dry bones, right? What is a desolate area, right? An area of death, an area where there is no life. Um, And in a way, Gaza looks like that right now. It's an area of death. It's an area where there's no life. It's desolated. Gaza partly is in a valley. So that's interesting too. Why am I saying this? I'll tell you in a minute, but there's a very interesting parallel here. So Gaza has a circumference of four miles and no walls. It's about six miles from the sea and situated in a valley and on a hill. So that's basically, you know, a little bit about Gaza. So you have the Valley of Dry Bones, right? Now, the next title, which is Ezekiel 38 is prophecy about Gog and a future invasion. Prophecy about Gog and a future invasion of Israel. And I'm going to read to you Ezekiel 38, verse 7 through 8 and verse 11 through 12. And it says, Be prepared and prepare yourself, you and all your companies that are assembled about you, and be a guard for them. After many days you will be summoned. In the latter years you will come into the land that is restored from the sword whose inhabitants have been gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which had been a continual waste. But its people were brought out from the nations, and they are living securely, all of them. You will go up, you will come like a storm. You will be like a cloud covering the land, you and all your troops, and many peoples with you. Verse 11, and you will say, I will go up against the land of unwalled villages. I will go against those who are at rest that live securely, all of them living without walls and having no bars or gates to capture spoil and to seize plunder, to turn your hand against the waste places 
which are now inhabited. The waste places, which are now inhabited. And against the people who are gathered from the nations who have acquired cattle and goods who live at the center of the world. Ezekiel 38, 22 through 23 says, With pestilence and with blood I will enter into judgment with him, and I will rain on him and on his troops and on the many peoples who are with him. A torrential rain with hailstones, fire, and brimstone. I will magnify myself, sanctify myself, and make myself known in the sight of many nations, and they will know that I am the Lord. So, Ezekiel 38, prophecy about Gog and a future invasion, right? Ezekiel 39 is prophecy against Gog, invaders destroyed. So you have a valley of dry bones, and then you have prophecy against, uh, you have the uh, prophecy about Gog and a future invasion. And then Ezekiel 39, you have prophecy against Gog, invaders destroyed. And Ezekiel 39, verses 1 through 8 says, And you, son of man, prophesy against Gog and say, Thus says the Lord, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal, and I will turn you around, drive you on, take you up from the remotest parts of the north, and bring you against the mountains of Israel. I will strike your bow from your left hand and dash down your arrows from your right hand. You will fall on the mountains of Israel, you and all your troops and the peoples who are with you. I will give you as food to every kind of predatory bird and beast of the field. You will fall on the open field, for it is I who have spoken, declares the Lord God. And I will send fire upon Magog and those who inhabit the coastlands in safety, and they will know that I am the Lord. Verse seven, my holy name, I will make known in the midst of my people Israel, and I will not let my holy name be profaned anymore. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Behold, it is coming and it shall be done, declares the Lord God. That is the day of which I have spoken. So what's interesting about this is these three titles that I've just spoken to you about in these chapters is that I believe what is happening in Gaza now and at the Northern territories is a foreshadowing of these three chapters. This is the precursor because the desolate place has to be built up again for these three chapters to happen in, in Ezekiel. But I believe what is happening right now in Gaza is the foreshadowing of it. It is the parallel. It is the it is the preversion of this war in Ezekiel and of because if you look at it again, we have the valley. Well, let me get to it. Valley of dry bones, right? Then you have prophecy against God, or you have prophecy about Gog and a future invasion that was coming. Next chapter is prophecy against Gog, invaders destroyed. And so if you look at how this all happened, this is the pre-version of things spoken of in these three chapters. 
what is happening. Like this has to happen in a way. And these places lay desolate and then built back up again. Right. And living at peace for this invasion to happen. So in a way, if you're looking at it, there was maybe no. That that this attack that happened in Israel, this horrific attack was in a way on track and tracking with these three chapters in in Ezekiel that are coming. So I wanted to point that out to you and to just read these three chapters in Ezekiel 37, I believe it's 37, 38, and 39. Just read them and 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 pray about them and keep this in mind because this is a pre-version all of this, the precursor, right? The the cobblestones in the path that lead to the events of those three chapters. Okay. Now, I'm going to read to you a few of these because we have to now deal with something that happened about, I think it happened, I don't know, less than 24 hours ago. But there was a, uh, this explosion in Lebanon, right, that killed a very high-ranking Hamas leader that had been in Israel sites for years. And within a day of that, we had something that happened in Iran. And I don't think this is a coincidence. So I'm going to read to you a few excerpts, and then we're going to go look at the clip. So December 8th, 2019 says, this is like four years ago, a little over four years ago now, December 8th, 2019, Iran will suffer a very public mortal wound, a gushing wound for what they have done to Israel. And I am striking Hezbollah with madness. They will go mad and suffer complete disorder, says the Lord thy God this day. January 5th, 2020. So tomorrow, this word will be four years old. So on January 5th, this word will be four years old. Israel is going to launch a top secret harrowing spy offensive to obtain information the Ayatollah has guarded about the whereabouts of underground facilities. This is back in 2020, where they have plants in Israel and the U.S., and we will see a military operation, a jaw-dropping one, come forth from this. The Lord is getting an Esther into the court. This is just the first blow for Iran. A bigger one is coming. The Ayatollah will be shaken. Um, the Ayatollah will be shaken. The Iranian government will be shaken down to the foundations. And there will be big falls and a whistleblower will come forth who used to be part of the regime, who will have an encounter with Jesus and I believe will become a way for the U.S. and Israel to stay plugged into the vein of what Iran is doing. They want to shake their fists, then Almighty God shall shake them and do it publicly. The Lord will expose just how weak at their core they are. Iran, leaders caught with their pants down. So this is January 5th, 2020. This word is given. February 16th, 2023. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, the leadership of Iran is on a crumbling pedestal and the innocent blood they shed is being accounted to them for their wage, for their bridge is about to fall down, for the people are desperate and crying out. I, the Lord, hear their cries and I, the Lord, am moving upon my firstborn to covertly assist the people of Iran. 
to covertly assist the people of Iran as leadership shall be removed under mysterious circumstances as some deep within the government of Iran are assisting Israel. Now, this is back in February. The Bonhoeffers who see the sheer evil of such leadership, I, the Lord, am protecting them and they are assisting Israel, all capitals here, for a big strike and blow is coming and it shall rattle the UN, how such was done and China shall puff up once again and be hit in the core that deflates and decompresses them yet again. 10 days later, February 26, 2023, I prophesied this at Church International at the Bullock's Church from the Lord. And here's the excerpt. I, the Lord thy God, and beginning to break the back of the Ayatollah, because Iran will bow. And I, the Lord thy God, am raising up a plan and a strategy in Israel that is going to surround Iran on all sides, and it's going to encapsulate them, says the Lord. It's going to encapsulate them, and it is going to cause the handshake that was seen with a red nation to be severed and broken, says the Lord, because demons squabble, says the Lord. Demons squabble, and you shall publicly say, and you shall publicly, says the Lord, see that squabbling begin. And when you see that squabbling begin, so when you see all that begin, look to the East Coast, says the Lord. When you see that squabbling begin, begin looking not only at the East Coast in this nation, meaning the U.S., says the Lord, begin looking at your neighbor Canada, because there are platforms, said the Lord, that are set for destruction. And I, the Lord God, say this day that I am moving in a way that is not yet been seen. And then June 9th, 2022, there's an excerpt and it says, and says the Lord of hosts, Israel is about to make a very bold move. This is all capitals, an urgent move. Now, this was, um, I think the beginning of this was, Israel's response to October 7th. But I think what just happened has to do with it too. We'll get into that in a minute. Okay, a bold move, an urgent move. And Iran shall have one of the largest hits and losses it has ever had as their web shall be hit in its corners and torn down, says the Lord of hosts. Watch and see as it erupts on the news and leaves Iran in a very vulnerable position. Judgment has come to the house of the Ayatollah and entered its halls, says the Lord of hosts. So we're going to play for you the clip, and then we're going to talk about quickly the breaking news that came out about this. So we'll put the clip up for you. This and what happened in Lebanon happened about a day and a half apart, I believe. Do I think this is a coincidence? No. Now, there's breaking news that the Islamic State is the one that did this bombing. Now, why I'm suspect about that, the New York Times reported this because uh, our team sent it to me. 
the Lord talked about that there are those deep within the Iranian government that are assisting Israel right now, right? And that Iran shall have one of the largest hits and losses it ever has, right? And their web shall be hidden in its corners. Watch and see as it erupts on the news and leaves Iran in a very vulnerable position. Judgment has come to the house of the Ayatollah. These bombs happened, I believe, while they were honoring General Soleimani, who was ordered to be killed in a strike that Donald Trump actually ordered. President Trump ordered the strike that killed Soleimani. And so I believe there was a ceremony for him and other generals. And that's when these two bombs went off a day and a half in proximity to what happened in Lebanon. So, and the Islamic State will rarely bomb itself. So if you notice, you don't see too much on the news about the Islamic State purposely bombing itself. Now, this is what the Times is reporting. I believe it's the New York Times what I think is going on is that there are those now within Iran. Yeah, here it is, the New York Times. And it says Islamic State takes responsibility for deadly bombings in Iran. Could Iran and Hamas be turning on each other? Because when Hamas did these attacks on Israel, they forgot to tell Iran they were going to do it. So Iran said, well, guys, sorry, you're on your own. We're not helping you in this one because you didn't tell us you were going to do this. Could this be they're turning on each other right now? Absolutely. Do I think Israel covertly within Iran is assisting these things happening? Yes, because it happened within a day and a half of Lebanon and that top Hamas commander being killed. And you're beginning now to see these strikes come in very close proximity to each other. And I don't think they're done, not by a long shot. But January 5th, 2020, Israel is going to launch a top secret harrowing spy offensive to obtain information the Ayatollah has guarded about the whereabouts of underground facilities where they have plants in Israel and the U.S. And we will see a military operation, a jaw-dropping one, come forth from this. So this is January 5th, 2020. This is just the first blow to Iran. A bigger one is coming. The Ayatollah will be shaken um, the Iranian government will be shaken down to the foundations and there will be big falls. And the Lord talks about a whistleblower coming forth that used to be part of the regime. So this is like five, this is four years ago. This word was given the one from December. Uh, we're going on, uh, we're going on well over four years ago. So Iran will suffer a very public mortal wound, a gushing wound for what they have done to Israel. And I'm striking Hezbollah with madness. They will go mad and suffer complete disorder, says the Lord thy God this day. I believe all of these right now are in the process of being fulfilled. Um, February 16, 2023, I, the Lord, hear their cries and I, the Lord, am moving upon my firstborn, which is Israel, to covertly assist the people of Iran as leadership shall be removed under mysterious circumstances as some deep within the government of Iran are assisting Israel. The Bonhoeffers who see the sheer evil. This is what I think this is. Those deep within Iran and their government that are right now assisting Israel uh, in this because they see the sheer evil 
of what is going on. So all of these words right now, praise God, they're at play. And let me tell you, the fact this even happened in Iran, the way it happened, and Lebanon at the beginning of the year, Iran, Lebanon, and Turkey right now, the trifecta, watch those nations and their leadership and what is done to their leadership. So watch the foundations of leadership in those nations because this is just the rumblings and the and the and the mini quakes to the enormous earthquake that is going to occur of what is going to be done to their financial channels, to their relationships with other nations, to their leadership. Why? Because the joy of the Lord, the justice of Yahweh has gone out now into the earth. And this is why we're seeing these things. And this is just the beginning of what we are going to see. I remember somebody asking me about 2024. What do you see, Amanda? I said, turbulence. A lot. This is just going to be a lot of turbulence in 2024. Uh, now, when you're buckled in in turbulence and you have an excellent pilot, you're safe, but you're still going to feel it. Okay. And this is how 2024 has begun. And you seem to have the White House a little silent right now as all of these events are happening uh, and, and, and going on and going off within close proximity to each other. You have what happened in Japan right out of the gate with the, with this enormous earthquake they had. And then this, this plane collision with the coast guard and you see right out of the gate, all this shaking and turbulence happened. Why? Because the, the, the battle in the realm of the spirit as well has has met such a precipice and such a crucial point that you see these natural events one after the other and going in tandem right now happening in the earth this is why we have to keep a close eye because the lord said when you see these certain things happening look to the east coast Look to the leadership in your nation. When you see these things happen, start looking at the east coast of your nation and looking at the three branches of government and what's going to happen. So now we see these events happening. Now we should be looking over right now, right? And keeping an eye on the east coast of the United States, D.C., and Canada. The Lord mentioned Canada also. Also Australia. I talked about that in the last video, the dream I had involving Australia and the United States and what's going to happen with the two of them together in 2024. So I would, I, I would just keep that in mind also going forth. So I know a lot of information. There's a lot happening. Um, and watching all of this kind of come to pass and happen and 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 go on it 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 will put the fear of god in you real fast when you understand what's happening and so we need to as the body of christ and as the ecclesia be using the word, be using our swords, be in prayer, praying for this nation, praying for the, the body of Christ, praying for leadership right now that the Lord wants to put in place um, and, and praying for our brothers and sisters in Israel right now and using the word and actually speaking it into the vein of situations. That's what we need to be doing right now. This is a sword. If we don't use it, 
We give the enemy a window to attack. We don't want to give him that window right now. Half the church, at least, is giving him a window by not using the word and actually letting the devil and every agenda he's got step on this word and stomp on it. And they've literally put it down on the ground and given it to the enemy to try to step on and stop on. But the word is living and active and it does not return void. And so that will only go on so long before things go topsy-turvy. So as we see this go along in 2024, the church and the house of God is going to be dealt with as well because judgment comes to the house of God first. Judgment begins in the house of God. And so when we see this happening in the nations, we have to know as the church that God, the the joy of the Lord, the justice of Yahweh is going out into the church right now to deal with every serpent they have let in to actually teach doctrines of devils and, and manipulations and agendas and lies and filth that have nothing to do with the Holy Word of God. So we have to remember as we see these things, the church is going to get swept. It is. It is going to get swept in 2024. So uh, that, that's one of the last things I'll leave you with for today because we're at an hour and five minutes. And I know this is a lot of information, but praise the Lord. We'll put the notes up on the blog for you. Arcofgrace.org. You go to blog. It says ministry blog. That is where you will find all of the notes for this. Oh, I feel like I just ran a marathon, but praise the Lord. We got through it. Okay. So at the end here, as we're all winding down now, I know my scene in back of me keeps changing. I actually keep adding little things and like keep, you know, you might see little things being added. You know, I thought of a fun thing to do if you want to be part of it, because I keep this tree up till March because, well, the only green thing in New York state in winter or pine trees, spruces, and evergreens. There is not a blessed green thing on the ground besides this. So in order to have some greenery and light and have sort of a winter theme, I like to keep them up. So as you can see, the tree is a little bare right now. If you would like to add some ornaments to the tree, uh, our address is down below where you can send them and you can send winter themed ornaments and we will gladly put them on the tree if you want so you can actually see them while we're broadcasting and it's kind of something we all did together. So I just thought I'd put that out there for any of you that would like to do that. Okay. Also, I wanted to, at the end, we're going to put up uh, bh-pm.com, Andrew Sorcini. Uh, if you are interested in learning about gold and silver, uh, gold-backed IRAs. If you've got questions about investing, you can call them. The number is right there in the corner. And Andrew Sorcini and his team would absolutely love to help you out. Uh, you can tell them Amanda Grace or Ark of Grace. You heard about them uh, on this on this broadcast or this uh, this channel, and they will be happy to help you. Um, and Andrew will be on soon. He'll be coming back on Ark of Grace soon. Now that we're into the new year. Also, we're going to put up our second one, my pillow. We love to show Duchess sleeping on her my pillow dog bed, um, all cozied up. She actually normally does not even show her face. She normally is completely engulfed, and that's how she sleeps. And you just see the blanket moving up and down like this. 
uh, while she sleeps. So you could go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. Their pet beds are amazing. Um, Noble has even slept on a MyPillow dog bed and they have slippers and robes. They are so much more than just pillows now. Uh, and so, of course, we want to help Mike Lindell out as well with everything he has gone through. So go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARC. Okay. Praise the Lord. Well, we will announce when we're coming back on, uh, maybe tomorrow. It may be next week. Now that we're getting back into the new year, we'll be getting back on sort of like a regular, a regular schedule of coming on a certain amount of times per week. But if you go, uh, to the video section, especially on YouTube and rumble, our team is putting out clips every day of teachings. And so you could go to the video section of either YouTube or Rumble and you will see these clips of 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 parts of teachings. You will also see clips of the animals. And so we just wanted to tell you you could go there every day to check out uh what clips we are putting out. So praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Okay, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, Psalm 91. I say it every single day. It takes two to three minutes. It is a powerful Psalm. You are activating the word. It's living and active. It has to be activated and it has to come forth out of your mouth. Also the Lord's prayer, the order of that prayer is what's so important. I say that every day because Jesus taught his disciples to pray that way. Uh, also the book, The Believer's Authority from Pastor Kenneth Hagin, Ephesians chapter one and three, those scriptures that are in there. I speak those every day, the eyes of my understanding being enlightened that I may know what is the hope of his calling. You know why? Because you are speaking that and you are activating that and you are gaining wisdom from that. The Lord is filling you with wisdom. He is allowing things to be illuminated for you that you can see that you maybe couldn't see before. So I would encourage you to get in the habit of that because, you know, where the enemy likes to get in is sometimes where there's complacency. And so we want to be in a good habit of being in the word and speaking the word, especially going into 2024. So thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. We love you and we will be back on soon. Hello, everyone. Amanda Grace here. So as many of you know, Dr. Mark Sherwood and Dr. Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute are mine and Chris's doctors. And so I went to Dr. Sherwood with a problem that I was seeing, not only with, with what I was going through, but with what other women were going through concerning their metabolism, concerning energy, concerning their hormones. And so we put our heads together and we are very happy now to finally be able to present to you Rafa for women. Rafa means healer in Hebrew. So it is an ode to the Lord because he is our healer. He put things in the earth that help heal us. And so Rafa is a product that was created for that. It also helps by helping with a healthy metabolism and natural hormones, as well as it helps balance fatigue. It helps with weight gain, night sweats, mood swings, blood sugar issues, and more. It is all natural. And I find more and more people are going into the natural arena in order to find solutions 
to issues that they're going through. So if you'd like to learn more, you can go to www.arkofgrace.org forward slash ministry dash partners to learn more about Rafa today. God bless. Hey everyone, Amanda Grace here. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver might be right for you, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who has been on Ark of Grace many times and loves to answer our viewer questions, is here with his team to answer all of your gold and silver needs. Whether you want to buy gold and silver, whether you have questions to see if it's right for you, whether you are looking to roll over retirement accounts, go to bh-pm.com today and Andrew and his team will be more than happy to assist you with all of your needs. If you want to support an amazing patriot and be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or more off of all MyPillow products. They have pillows, of course, but they are so much more than pillows. They have sheets. They have slippers. They have bathrobes. They even have dog beds. And a fun fact for all of you, Noble, one of our pigs at our animal sanctuary, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you want to be a blessing, you can go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARC. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out. And wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> <laughs> so it's good.